guys. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Podcast, episode 176. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trav. No, I'm here with Adam. And we're still here. Yeah, yeah. We had a birthday last week. We took a little break. Yeah. We had to recharge our batteries. Stuff's been crazy, you know, the whole... We went through the pandemic. And... There was a lot happened the last week. A lot week. happened last week. Yeah, so you know, I mean, sometimes you just gotta you got you gotta take a week off every now and then. But I mean, that don't mean that we watched a different movie. I mean, we're picking right back up where we left off, baby. Yeah, Horizon. This is like season two. You yeah. know, we left you on a cliffhanger. We took a week off. No big deal. Yeah, you know, fuck this shit. <laughs> so yeah, we watched Event Horizon. Um, this is another movie like Sunshine that if I have seen it, it's been so long. Time. Yeah, so I don't, didn't really remember a lot of the stuff. I remember kind of the the like Sunshine. They're going to restart the sun. Yeah. Like you can break it down in one sentence. This black hole fucking stuff up. That's I kind of remembered how it ended. I remember that you know. Yeah. But I just, I didn't, you forget all the little shit in between. I was talking to Trav the other day and I was talking to him about uh, when he does the scene where everyone's like, what do you mean it goes through a wormhole? He took the paper and he folded it. Yeah. It's the same thing they did at Interstellar when he was explaining yeah. to him. And I was like, do you think they pulled that? Which that's usually how they explain it to people, but it feels like, it's they, like the same scene that, you know, yeah. kinda, maybe a little nod to Event Horizon. Yeah, and I think Nolan is um, is respectful enough of the genres that he chooses to pursue that he can kind of throw little nods in here. I mean, I mean, look at the swan song. Basically, he wrote for fucking two thousand one. Yeah, and then I mean, he yeah, I feel like he wa- he was a fan of Event Horizon to a certain extent. He's like, I got to put that scene in there. You know, it's it's why not? It was if a great anybody picks up on it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been a while if I've seen this, like, I can't remember, you know, it's been that long. Um, not bad. Um, this is what I will say about the movie. I personally feel like the movie came out either 10 years too late or 10 years too early. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it came out what? 97. Yeah. If it would have came out in 87. With like uh, practical effects and yeah, um, the effects, dude. When they first yeah. go in the ship and you can see the stuff floating around, yeah, it looked like the animation from that Money or Nothing music video. Yeah, I know it wasn't that bad, but it was rough though. It's pretty... But if it would have came out ten years earlier, it would have had great practical effects, and it would have been. I think that they would have taken it to the next level. And if it would have came out ten years later in two thousand seven then the CGI would have been a little bit better and it would have sold the sold it a little bit more. Not saying that it was bad or that it, it was just, you can feel the age on it. You can feel the year. Oh, yeah. Sure. And when you watch some of those old, older horror movies uh, from the eighties, you can still feel the year quote unquote, but it feels more authentic because they are using more practical effects for it. You know, and then on into the later 2000s, you can definitely fill the year because they're still perfecting CGI, but it's a little bit more believable. This kind of came out in that weird 90s 
sci-fi. Eh, you know, you know what yeah. I mean. It was it had a budget of sixty billion, well spent. I mean, the shit looked good. Yeah, yeah. Everything looked good on the, you know, the real stuff. Mm-hmm. That's when they yeah. tried to do the. Yeah, the, the other CGI's stuff. where it just kind of, you know. But yeah. in '97, you'd have been like, oh shit. Yeah. Look at the stuff floating. It only made twenty six million. Well, I mean, you can kind of see why. It is very niche. You know, it's not like uh, Alien was, you know, a slasher movie in space, you know, and you've well, got all these. According to, the, according to the development, just to add to what you're saying, <laughs> the movie was pitched, as, its concept was pitched as a haunted house story in space. Yeah, and it kind of had that feel a little bit, but they they should have taken it where it needed to go. Like a cosmic horror movie. Yeah. Um, you get a couple of hints and a couple of feelings about it here, there, and yonder, but they didn't dive completely off the deep end like I feel like they should have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because they, the deaths should have been more gruesome in the way of Hellraiser. Yeah, what's funny is that it kind of had a Hellraiser kind of feel. I already yeah. said that once to one of y'all. And then whenever you look the movie up, when you Google search it, um, you know, where it gives you the thing on the side and gives you the rotten tomato and everything. And the images up here, it's all images from the movie. And then there's one image of Pinhead. Yeah. I have no idea why that's there, but it kind of, you um, know, I like that. Well, there's a there's theory. A, oh, go ahead. You might be saying what I was about to say. Yeah, well, I was just going to say there's a theory that Event Horizon takes place in that same universe that the Hellraiser stuff took place. And the way they link it is Hellraiser 4, the one where they build the giant space station box thing, satellite, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. And that that was what their, their line on their SWAT board was going from one area to the other. Um. Here on the the wiki, it says screenwriter Philip Eisner acknowledged Warhammer 40,000 as a major inspiration for the plot. In the fictional setting of Warhammer 40K, starships travel the galaxy by passing through, quote, the warp, which is a parallel dimension where faster-than-light travel is possible, similar to hyperspace in the Star Wars setting, but also infested with demons, which are liable to infiltrate the ship and possess the crew. Many fans of Warhammer 40K consider Event Horizon to be an unofficial prequel to the former when humankind discovers the warp and learns of its dangers the hard way. Wow. Uh, that's kind of cool that they're adopting the film as a uh, unofficial prequel. I, I didn't hear about that, but that's really, really cool. Um, and also... Uh, just just on its Wikipedia... Its Wikipedia's got a bunch of good tidbits on it. Apparently there was a 130-minute cut of the film, heavily edited by demand of the studio. Event but Horizon. all of that footage, yeah, but all of that footage is gone. Fuck, well, man. It's 137 Anderson's, minutes. What they cut? Seven minutes? No, nah, it's no, nah, it's a 96-minute film. Yeah. Well, when you look it up, it tells you it's an hour and 37 minutes. When yeah, I watch, so it's like an hour and a half. No, they're saying yeah. that it's over two hours. Oh, another one hundred and thirty minute. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh I so see what you're saying. It'd be like two hour hours, thirty minutes. 
Yeah, it'd be like two hours and ten minutes. Which, <clears throat> what happened to the footage, Trav? <laughs> uh, let me find where it's at again. Sorry. Uh, da, 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 da. I mean, me personally, I would love a... Um, oh, here we, oh, here we go. Upon release, the film was a commercial and critical failure, grossing only $26.7 million, uh, on a $60 million budget. Even so, it began to sell well on home video. Its initial DVD release sold so well that Paramount contact- contacted Anderson shortly after its release to begin working on a restoration of the deleted footage. However, it turned out that the footage had either been lost or destroyed. In the years since, the film's has slowly built a cult following that is often referenced in other works of pop culture. Yeah, that sucks, man, because I would love to see the longer version, because I feel there's so much potential when you watch the movie, and once stuff starts getting real weird, because, like, the first act, the way they build everything up and set it up is fantastic. And then the third mm-hmm. act, where he's going full fucking crazy, gouged his eyes out. Where they put plus- some filters on the footage after they yeah. put filters on the audio. I'll run it through some filters. Yeah. But the third act wasn't bad. It was just kind of the middle ground where you see, um, you know, how everybody kind of meets their own demise. (laughs) Yeah. was a little lacking. Yeah. Because there's, I mean, it was kind of explained in the movie that the ship itself is kind of a, the host to this in a specific, in a weird kind of way, but it feeds off of your, like, fears and insecurities and things like this to attack you. And I feel like it could have kept going and building more and more and more to like actually drive these people crazy to us. And, and especially Sam Neill's character, like he kind of takes a major flip at a certain point in the film that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, it does in the context of the film, but it happens so quickly because he's there. He's trying to figure out what's going on. He doesn't want his ship destroyed. He wants to get it back to earth, this, that, and the other. And then the bathroom scene with his wife happens and he gouges his eyes out. And then he's a completely different person after that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like there was more building up yeah. to that. Well, like you when know, they walk in and he's uh, put the guy on the meat hooks. Yeah. Like yeah. he was, he was fucking around on the table and grabbing shit. And all of a sudden he walks in dudes on the hooks. It's like, did that just happen? They probably cut yeah. some of that out. Like maybe it was just too much. Right. And they were like, Oh, we got to, that's probably what they cut out a lot of was the gore. Cause right. you were getting like quick shots of it. Like remember when it, when they first turned on the, what was the drive called? The event horizon. It had, it was called, it was a drive the though. Gra- gravity drive. Yeah. They had oh, to yeah. cut that on. And the first time they're like, we're going to turn it on. And then all of a sudden everybody's just ripping each other apart. Yeah. Uh, eating each other. Like, it's like, oh, turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Right. My, one of my questions is, do you, do you think they went so far away from earth to do it because they were afraid that they weren't sure <laughs> what was going to happen and it could actually make a giant black hole and suck everything into it. Yeah, probably. I mean, it would make sense. Cause that was one of the things I'm like, I mean, in movie terms, it's like, well, why not just like fly out <laughs> close to Mars yeah. and do it and see what happens. And then, then I'm like, well, that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense if it does. Cause it is a black hole more or less. So if you do that close to Mars, then it's just going to grow and grow and 
But if they would have done it right outside of our solar system or at the edge of our solar system, the same thing would have happened. It would have taken longer to happen, but it was still would have happened. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what the fuck? What does it matter where you do it at at that point? And how does he test it? You know what I mean? He's building this thing on Earth, and he's going to put it in a spaceship. And th- all the theories and all the math, ma- yeah, and all the theories and the math works out. But you don't like. Why didn't he go on that first trip to study it? Yeah, it doesn't it, make sense that he did. he's the only one that knows how to work it really, and he didn't go. Yeah, didn't. yeah. So that could have been some know. shit that was cut out, man, because there was a thing yeah. with him and his wife, and we didn't get much of that story. Yeah. We know that she killed herself because they didn't spend a lot of time together. Like he was always, you know, his work, his work, his work. Yeah. Maybe that's why he didn't go. Yeah. But they cut that out. Like, you know, they're probably trying to keep the runtime short. That's back yeah. when, you know, they were like, don't be too long. Yeah, we're not Independence Day. Slow down. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. But. No, there was a lot that I did enjoy about this, and I feel personally that they need to do a um, a sequel slash reboot of sorts of it, in my opinion. So you have the events of the original that took place when they took place, right? And then you go in with a new crew, with a new scientist that finds all of Sam Neill's work, because nobody knows what happened there, Mm-mm. you know? Everybody on Earth is just completely oblivious to that that whole situation. Well, and the people that made it back are fucking batshit. Yeah, they're they're fucking nuts, and nobody's shit. yeah, and nobody's gonna believe like whatever they're mumbling yeah. on about. So, um, it would be I've, cool if they if the sequel was like whenever the drive first starts and it does its whole jump before it comes back to Neptune. When it did that, it broke it apart into different shit. So there's so there's like a million versions of the Event Horizon all over the universe now. Right. Well, like it was stuck in warp and it just started co- copying itself and shit. Oh, that would be fucking... And have the movie where one of the ships have rolled up and it's in orbit around fucking Earth. And have that shit get on Earth. I mean, pretty much just take the fucking plot to Doom Eternal and make a movie out of it. Right. But yeah, I could see where, I mean, if it's got a cult following and there's definitely going to be enough people um, that would watch a sequel, it may not make, it would be perfect to release on Netflix. You know what I mean? It need to be its own movie, you know, like don't even, don't even, don't even put Event Horizon in the name, but as you're watching it, be like, you know, have like a whole new crew. All right, we're going to try this drive. This drive could work, you know, whatever. We've tried it in the past with, and then, you know, name drop the ship and, you know, let it be for like fans that are aware of the film. Be like, oh shit, this yeah. is a sequel, dude. But still write it in a way that it's still its own movie. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, good reboots or good follow ups that happen decades later always do a Call good a job. Soft sequel, you know? Yeah. Yeah. D- do a good job at referencing the previous material, but not copying paste it and also not steering so far off the path that it doesn't feel like it's not part of that same universe you well, know what it, i mean let it be a, let it be another type of evil don't let it just be all right we're gonna have the same tropes of the first film let this one be like okay 
now they got to deal with something that that's going straight alien on them. Like it's a, a creature on the ship. They got to kill it. Or, I mean, really just pull that theme out. The haunted house thing, like they said in the pitch and just be like, all right, well now we're going to make it a survival horror movie or we're going to make it a, you know, man is bad all along, you know, be like, you know, some dude's been trying to do it the whole time. Kind of like in the, in the movie, when you find now the dude was like, yeah, I built the ship. I built the fucking drive and we're going to see what this shit does. And away we go. And they hit the button, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. And there's a lot of potential here for even more psychological horror with that. Oh, um, yeah, man. Some and of that, the best sci-fi is, is when shit's fucking with their mind and stuff. Like, Yeah. There's been, I mean, and they use the trope countless times. There's been books I've read where, like, they'll they'll be somewhere far out in space and you know, whatever they come in contact with will approach them as like, like shit that like people only, only they know, like, it's kind of crazy that, uh, the way they kind of did it in event horizon, it's referenced in a a book that I'd read called Odyssey where they, they, they're, they're near like some ruins that's orbiting around a planet, but light years away. And, they're trying to figure out these fucking things and then they, you know, they kind of come forward and try to talk to the main character, but it's not an alien that, that the character's talking to. It's like they, they approach him as like their mom or some weird shit, you know? Right. So yeah, that they're thinking like, yeah, you would be familiar with this, but in reality it just freaks you out. Yeah. But yeah, I think that the, that doing a sequel to this has a lot of potential. Cause I mean, it wasn't a bad movie at all. And I feel like that um, if this isn't on Netflix or Hulu or whatever, anything like that, then um, they're really, it is on Hulu? Paid premium subscription, but it's on there. I mean, because this would flourish now, I feel, um, on a streaming service. Because, I mean, yeah, it is one of those movies that cinephiles talk about. For for those interested as well, it's... uh, if you don't want to have to pay for Hulu Premium, it's on HBO Max as well. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Dude, it's on, uh, if I you think, click this, I it's on that, Hulu, Sling, Amazon, YouTube, Google, iTunes. Um, yeah. <clears throat> another thing that about this movie that's that, that made it kind of refreshing, too, is that cosmic horror is kind of underrated a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't know if it's just because maybe, you know, with, with it, with there being so many, you know, alien space movies come out between the nineties and now, you know, and then the nineties was prime deep space shit. We had next generation going on, on, on TV. We had, you know, this was the, year. I mean, this movie's competition was fucking independence day for crying out loud, you know? Yeah. Yeah, which I that I think that really fucked its theatrical run up too, because yeah. I think that like, like it either uh, did this come out before or after it? I don't know. I think it came out after it. Didn't it have an August release date? Let me, let me look. Came out August the fifteenth, nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. So everyone went to the theaters and watched ID four, and when this came out, they were like, "Fuck that!" I already got my Welcome to Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Independence Day came out in '96. Oh, wait, so, so my- there was a problem while making the movie. 
Oh, God. Yeah, and it kind of goes on that original cut you were talking about, but uh, they were rushed by Paramount um, when it became clear that Titanic would not meet the project release date. So when Titanic didn't meet its date, they were like, let's get this out. Let's yeah, hurry. they had to put something out, yeah. Yeah, that's fucked. Probably man. what fucked it. Yeah. Well, like the, this movie seemed to have suffered the same fate as Equilibrium. Yeah. Like when Equilibrium dropped out, everybody was like, The Matrix, you know? Mm. Like nobody, you know. <clears throat> but it does have a cult following. Well, I mean, th- so. but that that's the, that's the that was the beauty of the 90s, though, man. A movie could come out in theaters bomb like hell, but you know, that was the era of most people weren't watching in the theater. I mean, they were, but at the same time, if you were watching movies, you were going to fucking video store on Friday and loading down with a stack. And that was your, that was your weekend. And that's where some, you know, that, that like home movies where the cult following got its, you know, it was even possible. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, the director went from doing, uh, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat to this movie. I forget how much I for, I've forgotten how much IP Anderson's had his fucking. And I hands see why on, they dude. gave him. You know, after he did Mortal Kombat, and that was his like first movie. Really. Yeah. Uh, it sucks that he's going to be confined to Resident Evil for most of the time when he gets brought up. I mean, hell, when when we were watching this, or hell, when we were watching any other stuff that that has this guy, we're like, ah, motherfucker, did Resident Evil, but like, dudes. Dude's able to make a good popcorn film and not be Michael Bay. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, and, and, and it's kind of like a, a love hate type relationship that I think a lot of people have with this guy, because whenever you look at his resume, so he did mortal Kombat, the first one, which was not bad event horizon, which is not bad soldier, which is not bad. The first resident evil, which is not bad alien versus predator, which is not terrible. Um, death race, not bad. Resident Evil Afterlife. Is that got state a minute? Oh, Jason Tatum. It's quite yeah. Yeah. Um, He did a couple of the other Resident Evil movies that were kind of meh. Three Musketeers. Three reboot. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's one of those, like, love-hate type relationships that a lot of people have with this guy because it's like, well, Mortal Kombat came out. And I remember my dad and my dad's friends were like, fucking Mortal Kombat, this is badass because it's like a kung fu movie with all this crazy shit, and we played the games, you know, and all this stuff. And then the second one come out, and it was okay, you know? And then the first Resident Evil movie came out. Me and my dad went to the movies and watched it at the old movie theater in Scottsboro with the two screens, you know? And we watched it, and it was like, oh, this is is an interesting take on Resident Evil. Then they kept making them and kept making them and kept making them. And it's like, his first outing on stuff is not a bad outing. I think that it's the the sequels that come out that tarnish his reputation. You which, know what I mean? Which he didn't which, do any of the other Mortal Kombat shits. I feel yeah, like I'm the, the only one. person that's holding out for Monster Hunter. I hope that this is his Mortal Kombat moment again. Just a fun adventure movie with, you know, a ridiculous plot, you know, yeah. good time, you know? Well, and that's the thing, like, I have no problems with the guy, and I'm interested to see his take on on the Monster Hunter world and yeah. and all that good stuff. <clears throat> and I think that a lot of people are like, 
the Resident Evil guy's doing this, how good can it be? And we've made jokes about it. I've made jokes about it. But at the end of the day, it's going to be a fun action film. And for most yeah. of us, we can we can all agree that if we were just channel surfing one night and we come across Mortal Kombat, we would watch up at least up until the next commercial break. With you know where we were, wherever it was in the film, you'd watch it. All. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I would probably sit through the whole damn thing, man. Yeah, but you know, it's it's like he's able to make a good uh, a good uh, just as a decent action film. Yeah, because I mean, all of, all of his films, you know, he's the kind of director that's like, you're not you're not you're not going to Anderson to watch Stalker or fucking you know any of the artsy fucking style films like that that he's he's clearly established himself as a competent director but that's not his he's not gonna sit and fucking face fuck you with a message for four four fucking hours you know yeah yeah i just i feel like the guy gets a bad rap and he's he's like ben affleck it's easy to make fun of him it's so easy in action you're fucking surprised yeah and I mean, everything that he's kind of had his hand on, except for some of those older or those n- later uh, Resident Evil films, the stuff that I personally enjoyed myself and that I would watch time and time again. This movie in itself, if I ever came across it on Blu-ray, I'm going to pick it up because it falls into the same vein as those cult horror films. You know, you got your Evil Deads, you got your Hellraisers, you got all this other stuff. It fits kind of perfectly in that whole you want your space and your your fucking horror? Well, here you go, baby. You I think know? Evil Dead in Space is a decent assumption of this film. If you were gonna, if you were gonna impart this on somebody who's taking their movie journey for the first time, you're like, you know, they're like, oh, what's this about? You're like, it's Evil Dead in Space. Yeah, without the Necronomicon, it's a black hole. <laughs> you know, replace like spirit summoning with like accidental warp warping in of evil. You know? Yeah. So. Well, and a lot of the other Resident Evil movies, he did produce. He didn't. He only did a handful of them. Yeah. Well, also at the end of the day, because I've I've slowly sat through all of them. Um, they are what they are. We obviously know that the first one was it's the first two were it's, you know, that was there that was that was the peak Resident Evil, uh, cinematic experience, I guess. But the sequels are still they are what they are. It's more. I mean, it's more of the Resident Evil universe. Well, they made a shitload I mean, of money, so they were like, "Hey, yeah." I mean, they they, they clearly did something right. Because if you think about it, they like they, I've never heard of a new Resident Evil film coming out where the more ardent fans of movies or horror, for that matter, didn't just completely be like, "What the fuck, another." Yeah. Clearly, they were doing something right, dude. This thing nabbed what five sequels. Yeah, something like that. Five or six, like yeah. a fuck ton, dude. So, I mean, same with Fast and the Furious. You wonder how can <clears throat> how can a movie like this generate as many sequels and more continuation I of the story? Movie, which, dude. yeah, more and Resident Evil could be. Yeah, I mean, Event Horizon's a it's the date movie where like. The date's just as smart as you, and y'all watch this movie, and then you go have your happy fun time. You don't fucking start it during the film. You're, you're both going to be like, we're watching this shit. Why? Because it's fucking cool. Like, yeah. If you fuck during Event Horizon, you just why were you watching it in the first place? 
<laughs> I mean, you know. Why didn't you just cut on keeping up with the Kardashians? Why'd you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm ready to rate it. I thought right. it was fantastic. Well, I mean, considering the gore, if you can fuck during this movie, you're fucking damaged. I mean, everybody is in their own way. I mean, just you're, <laughs> you're doing that, and then you look up and Sam Neill's scarred face is staring at you dead ass, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh my god, horses. <laughs> what are y'all gonna but, give it? Well, I, I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna give it the full star treatment because it is what it is, no more, no less. You know what I mean? You watch the trailer for the film, you read the fucking back of the box, that's the movie. you know what you know what you're in store for. Don't take it too seriously. Watch Morpheus before he offered the pills up to Neo and Sam Neill before he dropped off the fucking map and just enjoy this, it. You know, this is the, this is the movie where Morpheus finds out that there's more to reality. <laughs> yeah, right. This is, this is Morpheus's early adventures trying to find Neo. And he got fucked up in the process. Who are you going to give it, Trav? I give it a full star, man. Uh, I mean, shit. If you, if you like any modern day fucking, oh man, we've opened a rift in the hell. If you, if you like Doom, if you like Warhammer, if you like any of that shit and you ain't seen Event Horizon, like, you need to double back. Like, yeah. What you going to give it? It's the closest thing that we're going to get to, you know, Something like that on screen for a minute. Yeah, man, I like it, and, and I give it a star. And you know, I I forgot about the ship going to hell. Yeah. I knew something went wrong, and everybody, you know, but I did forget about that. So when they're like, when it's like, oh, the ship's going to hell. It's yeah. a ship that takes you to hell, <laughs> dude. You know, like, okay. You know? Why are we still here? <laughs> yeah, how cool was the 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 drive too, man? It was fucking when it was yeah, swinging around was... and line up. Yeah, and then that, that thing when dude went in there, baby bear, little Theo Vaughn looking motherfucker, you know? All <laughs> right. He went in there, walked up in there like a little manlet. I yeah. couldn't believe they sent him in first, but um, um, the the chick walking through the control room where all the people were like. See what I thought happened whenever she walks through there, and she doesn't notice it. But in in behind her, you could see on the wall where like it's like the Blush. body, yeah, and, the, and it's like almost like they're inside the metal, like yeah. So I was like, oh, it's some fucking project, fucking Manhattan ship where the ship moved and everybody got stuck inside of it, and that's why right. they're hearing shit in it. And but it's like, no, nah, dude, it's just a ship to hell and fucking. By the end of it, Sam Neill's a fucking devil, dude. Yeah. He's there to do the devil's work. Um, What's his name? Morpheus. Yeah, wh- yeah, what's his name? Is it Lawrence um, Fishburne? No. Wrong guy, right? That's the guy with the eye. <laughs> but Morpheus, <laughs> he, uh, he did a good job. No, he it is good, Lord, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Is it? Yeah. Who am I yeah. thinking about? Um, we were both thinking about the other guy with the eye, right? All together, you know. Yeah, let's see. It was, you know, I mean, there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, a lot of names in this one. He did good. 
I mean, not at the time, but a lot of these actors went on. The other black dude was like, he was the comedy. That whole thing with him, dude. He's like, I gotta get back to this shit. Why is this shit always happening to me? Dude, when he was out there putting those plates on the side of it and like tacking them on, I was like, I'm not flying in that shit. I mean, dude, it looked like he took a can and cut it open and just stretched the aluminum over it. Just, he's like, damn, I'm good, you know? Baby Bear's gonna open the hatch. That was a cool scene, dude. Seeing. And whenever he uh, he started to get, you know, his, his veins started to bubble up when he was decompressing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's fucked. Yeah. And then when he went out, you know, when he opened his, he looked out and blood just came out. He was like, you got to get into a ball. I was like, dude, just let me die, man. Yeah, That's got to be the worst pain ever. Yeah. Just let me die. But yeah, I give it a star. Definitely worth the yeah. It was, man. It was. It was just so fun and just it's it's a fucking horror movie in space, you know? You're either in for it, along for the ride. That's like that movie that came out with fucking uh what's his name? Dennis Quaid, wasn't he in it? Where he wakes up on the ship. Um I was talking about. I've got it on DVD. Yeah. What was they the name get of that? that space show? madness. Travels that movie where they get that they're out there, and one of them starts to get that space madness and wants to botch the mission. You're oh, talking about uh, what was it called? I know what you're talking about. God damn it. Polar. It was something, and that what that's what it means. The word means that, like where you get that. So either either Polaris or or Pandemonium or Pandorum. Pandorum. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I remember people took that screenshot of Norman Reedus getting disemboweled from Pandorum and being like, "This is a screenshot from the production of The Walking Dead finale." They killed Daryl. And everyone's like, we watch movies, bro. Yeah. yeah. First of Which all, I mean, that's not Daryl's mullet. Yeah. <laughs> First and, off, and, why would they be in a ship in space? And Pandorum, I mean, for what like it is, it. not a bad film. You know, it's just, it, it's a fucking space film with crazy shit happening. When you yeah, get a movie I mean, like this, if you start nitpicking, like, that's not how ships work and gravity. It's like, dude. Shut the fuck up. This ain't the yeah. damn this ain't the Discovery Channel. They said they were you know? going to Neptune to pick up a ship. Yeah. yeah. And instead of going into like the weird hypersleep chambers, they go into the weird um like water. Fucking loop. Back when they, yeah. Back when Mark Campbell. To the big, when everybody did the big sleep to go places. Yeah, it's like it was like cool. fucking pods. Luke Skywalker from fucking And he had the thing and his, you know. They had to wear yeah. the thing in their nose so they wouldn't drown. He was like, we got to be down for 56 days. Like, dude, it's going to take way longer than that to get to fucking. Well, I just did two grams of meth, man. I don't know how we're going yeah. how we're going to do it. And the dude's like, come here. Dude, what if you, if you, if you ingested a bunch of amphetamines and then went into hyperspeed or hypersleep, would you still be, would those amphetamines would still, still be, be in your body? You like when you wake up, would you still be like, all right, guys, let's fucking get this transmitter yeah. going. Here's one thing that I did think was crazy. And I know this movie came out in the nineties, but these motherfuckers smoked a lot on a spaceship. You know I, what I mean? was thinking yeah. that while I was watching it, <laughs> they I was like, there's a, a lot, lot of oxygen on here, dude. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to be doing that. I, th- I think at one part of the film, that dude's fucking lipping a cigarette <laughs> yeah. while carrying the CO2. Yeah. Hang yeah. on to your butt. That was kind of you know? cool, too, with the cartridges. He's like, we need yeah. these. They were checking them. 
Yeah. And then she saw her kid. Dude, that was a fucked up scene where it was like a little tent. Yeah. She went over there and looked inside, and it was her kid, and his legs were all messed up. Yeah. That's when it's like, it's time to go. Yeah. If he wants to stay here, let him stay here. It's time to go. Yeah. Because he's going to activate the drive, and he's going to be wherever these fucking people went, so fuck them. But yeah, man. Yeah. Three stars. Oh. I mean, dude, it, it like I said, it is what it is. No more, no less. And if you can't put this movie in and sit back and watch it and enjoy it, then what are you doing watching fucking movies? You know? Get the fuck out of here. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So, we do have some... I got a couple of things here for movie news. Um, This is something I wanted to touch on, and this came out several, several days ago, but I want to... So, Walking Dead bringing back past characters for peak at the early zombies apocalypse or the early zombie apocalypse. So the walking dead chief content officer, Scott Gimple has reaffirmed plans to bring back past characters for a peak at the earliest days of the zombie plague, uh, plagued walking dead universe now taking place 10 years post outbreak by the time of the walking dead season 10 and coming spin off the walking dead world beyond. This is me cowering from such a bad idea. So they have the walking dead fear, the walking dead, the walking dead world beyond. And now they're coming out with another spin off of the walking dead. This is, this is the fucking quote. I will say we're working on things where we are looking at past characters. Maybe not a whole series, but we're looking at things where we can take a peek at. Maybe not pre-apocalypse, but early in the apocalypse. We're looking at we're looking at folks. So get excited for that. Because at this and point, I, why does any of that matter? It this is doesn't. AMC beat the dead horse. You know? Yeah. Get back in there. I mean, on, we ain't got nothing. Not, not, no, man, they're not even beating a dead horse. They're taking a goddamn pitchfork and just stabbing a dead carcass at this point. Yeah. Making a mess of shit. Zombies are ripping it open. Bad idea. It's not going to do well. No, I mean. The show started to tank. What makes them think that they're going to get those numbers? Now they're going to have four. They're trying so hard, dude, to. Yeah. It's done. Done. Just let it go. Just finish the. They should have finished the series like three seasons ago because it's on. It's fixing to be on season 10. What's the guy that created it? Um. What's his name? If you wouldn't ask me, yeah, I right. could have told you. Yeah, what's his name? Robert Kirkman. That's it. I feel so sorry for that guy. I do too. I know he made a shitload of money, but they did the same thing to him that they did to George R. R. Martin, and they fucked his damn shit up, dude. Same exact thing. He's remember he was in a lawsuit with them. Yeah. They just took his shit over. He signed over too too much. His rights were just gone at that point. Yeah, yeah. And they weren't paying him out like they said they would. And it says uh, when detailing these plans earlier this year, Gimple said that these short form projects would involve characters we missed and we lost to fill in the blanks. Describing these project projects as great zombie stories, really great stories of the end of the world. Now here's the problem, guys. I'm just going to say it out loud. The writing team for The Walking Dead is shit. Trash. And they have, they have been shit this whole fucking time. Trash. It just, 
it just took longer for me to realize it than most other series because here's what here's what good writers do good writers take present day shit going on to drive the story and they throw in a little mixture of a little stuff that happened before to help character development what happened in the walking dead you didn't get any fucking character development because you didn't give a shit about any of the fucking characters am i wrong battered housewife no, dude, when they started killing off interesting characters, like, mm-hmm. fucking, uh, like Merle, like, even the, even the tailor-made characters for the show, they were like, eh, yeah, fuck it, they're here for a season. Yeah. I mean, that, that was their problem. They would build up these minor characters into interesting characters by showing their past. That's like, you remember Bob? That black headed that black dude from uh yeah. um Waterboy. Yeah. Yeah. So so Bob shows up, Bob's all happy go lucky. Don't know if you can trust him. Then they do the good thing and start explaining his past and some of the things that he had that had happened to him in some of the episodes. They'd show flashbacks show, building up to who he currently what his character currently is. Made you start caring for him because character development works that way. And then they fucking kill him off. And I want to add to that too. Now, this is also Kirkman's fault, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I think Negan. The only thing he didn't have that makes Negan control. The only thing that the only thing that makes Negan zero. Like that makes you, that makes you remember him is that he kills Glenn. That's fucking it. Yeah. And when I say that, because. Killing off the governor was one of the worst decisions in that comic book. He would have right. been the legitimate best long term. Like yeah. keep him around and let Rick kill him. Have the fucking yeah. hero save the day shit, and let the governor be the presiding bad guy. Like ha- like even let him do like a classic Marvel villain where th- you know they they have an assault on the prison. Rick and them fight him off and send him fucking packing with their tail between their legs. Fuck off with these new characters for a little bit, but then be like the governor came back. Why? Because there's more motherfuckers in the world. He's got more people. He's following again, and you just crawl out. Like you pretty much have like an anti Rick going on the whole time, parallel to Rick's journey. Right. You're seeing. You're following Rick, being like, man, we can rebuild this, Coral. And then you have the governor being like, yeah, we're going to rebuild it, and I'm going to make goddamn sure it's built to my specifications. Yeah. I mean, the governor arc, governor arc was still peak walking dead. Like that was the, that was probably the most suspense during like, and this is coming from someone with the show and the fucking comic, uh, uh, having experienced both sides of the narrative. Like they were both really well executed in their respective mediums. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's walking dead. We don't need more. AMC has done a fantastic job of everything except Walking Dead. Yeah. So quit, Mad quit Man, sh- Breaking Bad. Yeah. So quit shoveling fucking money into this dying franchise and do something new. Time to move on. That's like Preacher. Preacher came in, said a certain amount of fucking well, yeah. episodes. Well, well, AMC could have. They could have. They could keep that plan going because they could have been well known for being almost a a cable version of HBO where you have these 
short runs of these really great stories great. and don't don't fucking build sequels don't spin off or whatever be like all right here's this you know just like with fucking breaking bad here's here's these seasons it tells the complete story we're not fucking gonna keep beating it you know beating it around or whatever because what season is walking dead on now like 12 or 13 it's gonna be season 10 i'm <laughs> shit you know and they still want to do the Rick movie. That's something that's in the works as a movie. See, kill off all this shit, all these fucking side stories and all this retarded shit, and just bring bring the focal point of The Walking Dead, which was Rick Grimes, bring him back into the fucking story and do these movies and let that be the end of The Walking Dead and let it end it on a high note. Because you don't have to spend seasons being like, here's life how it was when before the bad stuff came and uh, you know everyone had relationships and normal shit like you the viewer yeah well the reason they just kept doing it man is it was printing money that's yeah wrong reasons well and i think money for them well they they think that them doing a trilogy they're not doing one they're not doing two but they're doing three rick grimes movies Mm. is going to be a printing press i don't think it's going to make any money about five, six no. years too late, man. Oh, too late. So they missed their shot. No shot. Yeah, and and, and it's it's almost like they wrote themselves into a hole because for the show, they're not like I know that they've done little shit like in the earlier seasons when they go to the CDC and the dude whispers in his ear and he's like, "Well, the the twist of the whole thing is everyone's already infected." It's yeah. just now dealing with you when you die. Um, trying to have some sort of satisfying explanation for why the outbreak's happening and an equally satisfying way of making all this bullshit coalesce into a ending. I just feel like they've wrote themselves into a hole. And that's yeah. why we get that's why we get all because like ten seasons of The Walking Dead. Yeah. I guarantee you, you could take 10 episodes and get rid of the rest of the episodes, and that could tell you the story of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Because there's a whole lot of chuffa. Oh, Oh, fuck. Season two? Yeah. I mean, pretty much season two up until fucking the governor starts happening. Did they kill Eugene? I don't remember if Eugene died. I don't. I haven't no. watched it since. But that Carl whole, got, remember I the mean, whole. If, if, he's, if he's died by now, maybe. But the last time I watched, which was like, remember back maybe in the, the good second old days, or third though, season like involving Negan. Eugene had his little platoon, and they were like, "We got to get him to the fucking CDC." And he was like, "I know, I know shit about the alphabet, you know." And see the thing about bullshit. Eugene. But yeah, that's that's and that's what made him such an interesting character I like to read, that. because he played a complete fucking dumbass but like every now and then they would be like holy shit we're he would he would pull something off that he read on yeah we'd be without a paddle like the first fucking time like whenever uh, it's revealed you know that he's been bullshitting abraham this whole time just to save his own ass and then you know several plot points later he's like oh yeah i know how to make bullets i see we have all this you know he becomes one of the most he's an essential worker yeah, more or less. 
he becomes an essential resource that they fight over. I mean, yeah, that's all, that's the only reason he was, you know, taken like during the early parts of uh, All Out War and stuff. That's why Negan had him because it wouldn't, you know, it was for the fucking bullet production. Yeah. So I'm going to transition on over to now. This article doesn't really mean jack shit to me, but I think the implications of it can be catastrophic in a good kind of way. So Milan, the action, you know, the live action Milan film is going straight to Disney plus on September the 4th for an extra $30. So it says Disney is, I I know, I know you're going to finish, but this, that headline, dude, you or Adam one. And one of our many, many rants and ravings of this back in the day, when you guys were talking about streaming services and, you know, the decline of movie theaters and all yeah. that. And you guys were like, Hey, put these triple a films out, yeah. slap a price tag. If you want to watch it now, you have it for X. Like, yeah. Coronavirus I mean, self-fulfilling prophecy, man. Yeah. And that that's exactly where I'm going with this because, um, right here it says Milan is officially skipping theaters in the U S in favor of premium offering on Disney plus. During a quarterly earnings call, Disney revealed that the upcoming live-action remake, which has been delayed several times this year already, will be made available next month in a unique offering exclusively on Disney Plus streaming service. It won't simply be made available to anyone with a subscription, though. Instead, the blockbuster will cost an additional $30. What's more, the movie will still be debuting in theaters in certain international markets. During an earnings call, Disney revealed that Milan will be offered on Disney Plus and it will come with a premium price tag of $29.99. The movie, directed by Nikki Caro, is said to have come with a budget of $200 million. It was originally set to debut in theaters back in March. However, the theater closure prevented that from happening. It has since been delayed multiple times, with Disney recently delaying it indefinitely. And then there's a quote and all this stuff about it. But the implications, um, well, right here, it says certain planned theatrical releases such as Trolls World Tour have been offered on premium VOD in recent months as theaters have been shut down. These rentals have typically gone for $20. The fact that Disney will be charging $30 is unheard of. But the studio needs to make a certain amount of money to break even on the massive blockbuster. Simply offering it to subscribers for no additional charge wouldn't make financial sense. Disney previously moved Artemis Fowl, a planned theatrical release, to Disney Plus, but the movie was savaged by critics upon arrival. This is a different situation. Oh, People Very tore different. that shit apart. Yeah, I feel like this. And I, I can't believe I'm saying this about fucking Mulan, but if we're gonna if we're, if we're gonna remove our bias from this, this is the kind of movie because I remember Mulan as a kid. <clears throat> yes, a yeah. lot of war sequences. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the trailer was great think, for the movie. I would like to think that with a big budget live adaptation like this, it's probably beneficial to the viewer that if you give a shit about this kind of movie, go see it in theaters because it's going to have some probably pretty incredible shots. Yeah. Like the cinematography needs to be appreciated for a film like this on a big screen. Yeah. First watch doesn't need. I mean, now, granted, if it's something where it's like, eh, we're going to pop it in, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, for something like this, and I think they're shoot. I think Disney's shooting themselves in the foot at $30. They should have knocked it back to 20 Yeah, right. $19.99. Yeah. But like, 20, like a $20 one and done watch. Like, yeah. I mean, that's it's, it's the equivalent to taking, you know, two people out to the movies. Yeah. 
So well, you're already saving cash, but the movie still technically gets some ticket prices, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and this is something that I'm going to go ahead and say. Um, anybody that's listening out there, and I'm going to try to do this myself, I encourage anybody that has the idea that they want, um, you know, some type of VOD access to theatrical releases within a couple of weeks of the movie releasing needs to this movie needs or, to do well it needs to do very yeah. well because disney is basically going to be the front runner of how the industry run mm-hmm. we all know this it is what it is that you can't you know there's no way around it so right. with that being said if you give a shit about watching this stuff anytime three weeks to six weeks after it comes out at the theaters then you need to make sure that this does right and like I said, if I've got the extra cash around that time, I don't, I'm excited about the movie because it does look great and it's all Asian cast and everything, but I'm not as excited about a live action version of this as I would be about a live action version of other Disney product, uh, you know, IPs and all that, but just make it happen people because I want a three to six week turnover rate on films. Yeah. I don't want to have to wait six months. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to wait for it to drop on DVD and Yeah. You know, in that other way this they is a, they lose a little steam over that time. It's yeah. definitely a telltale sign though that we are slowly we're reaching the event horizon <laughs> of uh, now of, I saw, of, of this type of thing, you know. I saw other articles about this, but it wasn't you know that they're taking it. A lot of uh theater owners are pissed. Yeah, because they've had these movie posters and those like big, you know, those big uh, cardboard the marketing, things. all the marketing had it shit. In, yeah, there's a video online of one of the theater owners destroying that fucking big cardboard cutout thing, beating it with a ball bat, and he's pissed because he thought he was going to get this movie and make a bunch of money, and now, but I, I think it, I think it will be released in theaters overseas. Yeah, it will. So it's still going to get you, a, and, you, and a who release. knows, it's, man. Who knows? Once the the COVID shit gets under control, if ever, who's to say that some of these films that are that are being the prototypes of how Hollywood can get films to a consumer without theaters? Who's to say that we won't get a, a theatrical victory lap for some of these some of the more successful films? Yeah. Well, that's You're like right. um, he's holding out on Tenet. He won't oh, yeah. let them. There's no way that's going to a streaming service. I saw an article about that where he told the editor, he said, this is going to be the most difficult movie that you've ever cut. That made me want to see it even more. You know, yeah. And you know what surprised me a lot about this, too, during the COVID thing? I'm surprised that <clears throat> the drive-in hasn't made a comeback in a big, bad way. It kind of has for comedy shows. Yeah. Well, I mean, for, doing yeah, comedy shows stuff, drive-ins. yeah. Well, I mean, but outside of it, like for films and whatnot, you yeah. know, you you would think some places would be like, all right, you know, the economy's tanking, got to spend money to make money. Let's yeah. fucking buy us a field, throw us a tent, keep it going. Right. Is the drive-in still up and running over there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they should be doing fine. And they've been doing like horror movie marathons and things like that. At some theaters, that's doing uh, reasonably well. I know. And, uh, I, th- I believe the one uh, that's on the west side of the state. I think out in Decatur. 
Yeah. Uh, a couple months ago, they did Darren. Darren, I guess it was still during uh, the, uh, the main quarantine for our region. Um, look at that pooch. <laughs> but um, someone had posted that they were playing all the Nightmare on Elm Streets, the Hellraiser, all that stuff. He's Lena just wanted the. It. She just wanted the pod, man. She just wanted the pod. She's pod locked. Uh, she's pod locked with you, Griff. She wants pettings and stuff, and I ain't. Nubbins. Um, I'll have to get her some in a minute. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and move on here to the next one. So, um, you can't cancel Mel Brooks, right? I don't think you can. But you can try to take what Mel Brooks has Mel Brooks has created and completely change it to try to make the previous product obsolete. And that is what is fixing to happen to one of my favorite Mel Brooks movies, Blazing Saddles. Well, I still got a copy of it, so. Yeah, well, me here's too. The thing, Griffin. Here's the thing. You, I, I don't know how to, to, to take your tone with this. Are you, are you saying this as in you're interested to see a beloved film get slowly massacred in front of you for about an hour and a half? Or do you think this is going to change the way you look at mel brooks i guess no it's not because i know what mel brooks is (laughs) and his comedy is about i'm not easily offended i think that this is going to be a one gigantic shit show that's what i think and i think that it's disrespectful to the creator and that they shouldn't do this but for a little context these people out here listening blazing saddles is being remade as an animated samurai movie about cats and dogs Mm mm-hmm so Mel Brooks' Blazing Saddles is considered a film classic, even though it's stirred up some controversy over the years. Now the film is being retold in an entirely new medium, as well as an entirely new genre. The Los Angeles film company Align is helping develop an animated film titled Blazing Samurai. The film takes the basic premise of Blazing Saddles and transplants it to the, to the samurai era. The story follows a dog named Hank who dreams of becoming a samurai. When he becomes in charge of protecting Kakamucho, he learns that the town is populated entirely by cats. The film is directed by Mark Coatsier and produced by animation legend Rob Minkoff, who directed The Lion King. Its voice cast includes Michael Sarah, Sam Jackson, Ricky Gervais, George Takai, Michelle Yaw, uh, Jimon Hun. I don't know. And Mel Brooks is going to do a voice. Why would any of these ca- actors, mm. any of them, and, and Mel Brooks included? I mean, I know, I know what it is. Mm. They got thrown some heavy dollar signs. Oh, yeah. But how could any of these people, who probably watched this movie and respect it for what it is from its era, grew up on? It. How could how could they feel okay being like, let's just let's just more or less like let's pretend that movie never happened? Yeah. And just well, redo it with this. Here's the problem that I have with it. Now, the idea of a dog coming to a town that's ran completely by cats or cats live there. And then him trying to. It's a funny idea, you know, very like basically copy and paste Blazing Saddles without all the racism stuff in it. Right. They could have called this and, and pulled the inspiration from Blazing Saddles to make this without saying that it's, 
you know, it's Blazing Saddles animated. Because uh, like they could have made it and just if people saw the fucking parallels, they'd been like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because that's the thing, like like it said, Blazing Saddles is a classic. Whether you agree with it or not, it was a film of its time and it had a lot of uh you know, just like all of Mel Brooks well, stuff. Well, here's well, here's what the article says, man, and why I feel like they shouldn't have even bothered bringing it up. Because all this does is them going, hey, remember that movie that had very risky language and dialogue centered around a word that's completely like a house burner at this point? Like, we're going to do we're going to do that movie, but we're not going to make it like that. House burner, more like cross burner. Um, but, you know, it's very. And you know, yeah, and I'm, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not defending, or I'm not. I'm not offended at that. They're that they're trying to remove a subject matter that shouldn't be tolerated. You know, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not defending. You know, the, a gratuitous use of a certain words and stuff. But why even acknowledge Blazing Saddles? Yeah, if the exactly. idea is yeah. you're gonna have a you're movie. Just, you're just telling people about it that don't even know about it. Yeah, Can we call it race baiting in a way. It is kind of race baity because I mean, people that don't know about it, younger kids, because think about it. They're going to look it up. They're going to look up clips on YouTube and they're going to have their fucking mind blown. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, it's going to rock their fucking world, dude. Well, and think about it. The only reason that we watched Blazing Saddles as kids was because of our parents, right? I mean, that that's why I watched it because my dad was a huge fan. He's a huge fan of Mel Brooks in general. I just so always heard people remember, talking about it. it yeah, and I just, I just, I just remember always whenever I, whenever I did watch it, it was to me, it was oh, it's fucking Willy Wonka in another movie. This has got to be funny. Yeah. And yeah, then when I watched it, I was like, oh shit, like it's that kind of. Yeah. Like this ain't Willy Wonka, you know? Like. I mean, and it's a great. I just, I wish that they would have left Blazing Saddles association completely out of it and still made the movie because it's still going to be funny. It's still going to be fun to watch as an animated film. And I love animated films, but it also feels like it's such a, it feels like you're diminishing the originals value to, you know, to art and to cinema. And it doesn't matter. You know, it's, it's movies, it's art. Let it be what it is and enjoy it for what it is. And if you don't agree with it, then, you don't have to watch it again, but it feels very disrespectful. And Mel Brooks being involved with it kind of feels like his way of being like, yeah, Ooh, you know, I'm not that. Yeah. Butcher it. Yeah. Well, not only that, but like, I'm not that person anymore, you know, but he's come out and said some controversial things the last couple years. So, you know, so it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, well, you know, Mel Brooks is like 94 or something. So, well, it it's almost like that that insults the viewer's intelligence. It's like, okay, yeah. He says he says I'm not that person anymore. It's like, well, yeah, duh. It was the fucking 70s. How many years was that? I mean, decades ago was that? Yeah, I know. Does anybody retain, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is the same guy that did the producers, right? That was like two producers making a Broadway film about Hitler and Nazis so that it would fail on purpose. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> come on now. Yeah. So. 
Uh, this is a fun little article, and I saw this trending the other day on uh, on Twitter. I think Adam actually pointed it out. Uh, I'm going to drop the photo here in general so that everybody can check it out while I'm talking about it. But, um, there's a rumor that Shia LaBeouf is wanted by Marvel to play Iceman in the MCU's X-Men reboot. Uh, has been running wild all over the internet. There's absolutely no truth to this casting rumor with Disney and Marvel not responding to these allegations. Despite the, this news coming from a disputable and very unreliable source, that hasn't stopped many legitimate news sites from picking it up. And now some of our best and brightest artists are imagining what Shia LaBeouf might look like set loose in the MCU. So, I mean, like I said, this is a fun little, you know, all controversy with the guy side, man. Shia LaBeouf does a good job when he acts. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling does. you guys, I you gotta could, watch you his could, Honey Boy. You could, his, uh, you, could out, you could outfit him as any hero, and sure, he might do some better than others, but he could do the he could do it. Really. I would like to see him play uh, Johnny Storm from Fantastic Four. Yeah, that would be great. Remember how good he was in that where the brothers were running the moonshine. Oh yeah, and then the with Tom Hardy, except for he can. Yeah. You know, he he would he would be good as a quippy character, like yeah. someone that can belt out some, you know, can say some funny shit when it's like, all right, the world's about to be cleaved in half. You know, yeah, he'd be able to bring levity that wouldn't be forced. And they might take that same approach with with Iceman's character. They might have him a little bit more of a comic relief type character Wait, in the X Men. Yeah. So, but I mean, hey. If Shia LaBeouf is interested and you can get him, why not? It's not going to hurt you. Well, I'm telling you guys, if you watch Honey Boy, you realize why he was the way that he was all those years. The last one. He was shit family life. Like, his parents just kind of used him. You know, like. Yeah. I mean, they're living in like, it's a good movie, though. You kind of see, and he wrote that when he was in rehab. Trying to get clean and. Right. And then when you watch Peanut Butter Falcon, you see, because in that movie, that's like that heartfelt, you know, like that. Yeah. What was that? The one with Dude in it where he's running the theme park? Like when that um, movie goes off, way, you feel way, good. Way. Yeah. Yeah. You feel real. Both of those movies, dude. Right. Great. So I'm down so, with it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, if Shia LaBeouf's interested, why not? Because he'll be able to pull it off, no issues, and it'll be... uh It'll be great. I mean, everything that I've seen him in has been great. His performances are fantastic. Deidre, would you watch Shia Buff as an X-Man? No. Why no? Has she seen Peanut Butter Falcon? Have you Have you seen Peanut Butter Falcon? I've seen a lot. I've seen the Shia Buff film since the Transformers. <laughs> oh man, she's she hasn't seen one since Transformers. Yeah, Fury. Didn't you watch Fury with me? Fury was good. He was good in that. He pulled his tooth. <laughs> he did. Not only, dude, he didn't take a shower. Yeah, he was living it, dude. He had that stank. Yeah, right. We all, you know that twig and the, sack down there was. To pull it off. Of course. Peanut Butter Falcon and uh, Honey Boy, though. To me, X-Men has a bunch of actors and actresses in it that do way better. And... 
Oh, you think that X-Men kind of puts a stain on them? But let's face it. Patrick Stewart is known for two things. Jean-Luc Picard and Professor X. But Split did a pretty good Xavier. I will say that. Yeah. I mean, he could play Xavier, dude. (laughs) You're right. At the same time. (laughs) So, um... Did you did you finish Picard by the way, Deidre? So let me ask you: Was it was it? Did they shit all over it? No. You have to understand, like they probably could have shit all over it, and I'm still in my. Right, your your I think the last thing that I have here, unless anybody else has seen anything, this came out today, actually. And I dropped the picture for it yeah. in general. So the book... Is this, that's is, this, books, is this what I think it is? Yeah. So Hulu has revealed the first poster as well as a premiere date for Books of Blood. The new horror anthology movie will be adapting tales from author Clive Barker's book series of the same name. The good news for horror fans is that it will be arriving just in time for Halloween with a premiere date set for October the 7th. The poster was shared on Twitter so with the following. So are we going to get episodic versions of Book of the Book of Blood and the Midnight Meat Train? Are they going to retell those in the oh, series, the or are they going to try to go... part of that? Yep. Okay. Well, it says here that it says, Step into uncharted and forbidden territory. Based on Clive Barker's acclaimed and influential horror anthology book series, Books of Blood, a Hulu original film premieres on October 7th on Hulu. Um, Brandon Braga from the Orville is directing, marking his feature debut. Braga also co-wrote the screenplay alongside Adam Simon, which did Salem and The Haunting in Connecticut. Perhaps most interesting is that Family Guy creator Seth MacFarlane is on board as an executive producer. Seth MacFarlane is executive producing it? Yeah. So the guy that did his show was directing it. Yeah, so. It says here, Books of Blood is based on a short story by Clive Barker along with contributing original material. The anthology takes audiences on a journey into uncharted uncharted and forbidden territory through three uncanny tales tangled in space and time. It has not yet been revealed which short story is serving as the inspiration for the anthology or which of his stories may be tapped for inspiration on screen. Several stories. Have either of y'all watched the book of blood? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Uh, Okay. Sorry, Griff. I didn't, I'll let you finish there. No, it says several stories from books have been turned into movies over the years. These include Rawhead Rex, The Forbidden, which became Candyman, The Last Illusion of Lord, The Last Illusion as Lord of Illusion, uh, The Body Politic as Quicksilver Highway and The Midnight Meat Train, among others. Clive Barker, who was once held by Stephen King as the future of horror, is a prolific writer who has had a huge impact on the horror genre during his long career. His story, The Hellbound Heart, served as the inspiration for the Hellraiser franchise, which has proved to be one of the most endearing in the genre's history. Um, the Hulu movie should serve as welcome news for horror fans. 
while movie theaters may be open come time for Halloween season, it probably isn't going to be a typical be like a typical year where we can simply escape to go see a horror movie on the big screen carefree. Hulu has a solid track record in this realm, having produced nearly two full seasons of the anthology horror series Into the Dark, releasing a full-length movie every month. Book of Blood, Books of Blood should help fill the void this year. We should be getting a trailer sooner rather than later, and we'll be sure to bring that your way as soon as it's made available. You can check out the poster from the Hulu tweet. It's a cool poster. So if yeah. they're doing if they're doing the title story, um, I feel like that would probably be one of the cheaper avenues because it's essentially about a ghost hunter or an exorcist type guy, like a John Constantine type of fella. Except he's a sham. He's a con artist. He's completely full of shit. But then he find, does he like finally places. run into some real shit? Well, yeah, he ends up in this area that's a cross section between reality and hell, pretty much. And his whole shtick was he would go places and he would write, you know, write shit on him where people would be like, tell Ted that I'm fine and all this yeah. shit, you know. Well, he ends up in this area where fucking spirits start carving letters into him. And turns him into the book of blood and all this stuff. That sounds cool. But uh Yeah. Uh yeah, for sure. It was a good read. And all these stories were really short, so I could see it absolutely being a really cool um anthology, you know? Right. And I mean if it does well, then hopefully that they'll continue adapting and then possibly having uh, Clive Barker himself and possibly some other horror writers Maybe contributing. Pill? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm think he's of, not involved in that. Right. Well, I was, think. I was, I was, I was, oh, sorry. Oh, I, I was just saying it's kind of like it would be interesting if this turned into kind of like the uh, the Twilight Zone for strictly horror. Yeah. Kind of like Tales Black from the Dark Mirror. Side. Yeah. Twilight yeah, yeah, yeah. Zone ish. Yeah. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Um, I was thinking about Jordan Peele the other day uh, and his movies and stuff, and I've got to give him credit because I've been pretty overly critical. But just because people praise his movies so much, you know, like he and he's gotten so many like new, mo- like you know, he's the modern day Hitchcock and yeah. stuff like that. I think you know, like some of those websites have, have coined him a lot of you know, yeah, and you know he. <sighs> Some of his stuff is creatively different than the routes I would go, but I think that's what makes him good, obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not what you expect. And I was just, the, the scene that all, the, one of the, it sounds stupid, but I, I, the more I, you know, the more I kept giving it thought, I was like, dude, that's, that's a well crafted shot, scene, moment, whatever. But it's in us mm-hmm. where the TV, the camera's panning from the TV and it's playing that commercial. And it's like, what has a million eyes and a billion teeth? And, you know, he starts explaining, like, almost like a, like a monster being, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but then yeah. it turns into that whole happy, like, you know, holding hands, you know, the yeah. shit you see near the end when they're all fucking hand locked yeah. and stuff. But that shot alone was just, or that, 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 it was just so fucking eerie. Yeah. That movie was I mean, a fucking trip, dude. Yeah. Which I enjoyed. Um, I liked us better than Get Out personally. Yeah, yeah. us was um, way better. Get Out was good. It, he did a really good job at building suspense and oh, yeah. Get Out. Uh, but us, <clears throat> sorry, 
Oh, I was just going to say us was like, it felt to me like the perfect amount of like suspense building and then payoff and then over the top, like, cause you don't know where it's going to go. How is all this stuff going to kind of come together? And it does a fantastic job of doing that. Yeah. And I think the, the most clever thing he did with us was be able to capture the scope of the, 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 the bottom dwellers. Yeah. And really you only see you there's only like maybe 10 key actors that you're watching throughout this movie yeah and at one point just two you know what i mean yeah for such like he has a minimal cast but he was able to by the end have such a like you could you know if you're into the movie and shit by the end when everything's going on you're like man this is fucking everywhere like these people are you know here's what i'll say about him out of the two movies I've seen, I think he's got a Candyman movie coming right. He produced or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm he's excited original, for that. Us well, and I Get like Out's like nothing Candyman's I've ever seen. Getting, getting some attention, man. That was that was always. And I always thought that was an underrated uh, horror or an underrated slasher film. You know, we were yeah. talking about that. We've talked about it a lot. Like, if you're going to make a horror movie, give me something new. Yeah, you know, I think, I think he did that. It, I think the problem with Candyman was that it was uh, it was late to the party because it was a uh, it was a product of the '90s, you know. Yeah. Whereas by then, you know, Jason, Freddy, fucking all that other shit that had already been out and going. Yeah, I agree. I watched this I did want to hit on this. This isn't really like uh, movie news or anything, but I've been watching. I've been watching Umbrella Academy. Oh, yeah. And um, I've watched the first seven episodes of the first season. And uh, I don't know. Of Umbrella Academy? Yeah. I don't, have you watched any of it, Trav? No. I'm. I'm. I'm if I'm doing my TV watching right now, I'm watching, I'm burning through Doom Patrol. Okay. Well, after Doom Patrol, I would, I would recommend this because it's, I don't know how true it is to the comic and all this stuff. Um, but it's very well written and it's, uh, it's basically how, um, I feel like doing a fantastic four series would be if the fantastic four was like completely fucked up and damaged individuals. I feel like you're going to get the same feeling from Doom Patrol. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> and, honest with you. And, and we were talking about that the other night where Gerard Way took a lot of inspiration for the Umbrella Academy from Doom Patrol. But it's like one of the main characters in um, Umbrella Academy, is, his ability is he can speak with the dead, right? And yeah, like, and a, it's, like a Jonah Hex type character. Kind of. And it it's just like it shows them they're like disfigured and all this stuff. And they like they're just talking to him constantly. And the only way to escape from it is to he does drugs and he stays fucked up all the time. And they don't fuck with him when that happens. And um, so like a reverse version of the artist from Heroes. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> he has to shoot up heroin to draw to see the future. Yeah. And and there's a lot of time travel stuff that happens in the series, and it's just so crazy. Like the 
the the way that they build everything up, they tell the backstories for all the characters and show how damaged these people actually are and how fucked up mentally they are. And like they're a family, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, they gotta it, stick it, together. Kinda. Are they really a family, or is it just like they all came together and it's a family of people? Like, not so they're all happened. different misfits. So they like a sim, like a symbolic family. Yeah. Well, what, what happened was on like in 1989 on October the first, there was like 72 women that gave birth. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but those women weren't pregnant at the beginning of the day, so they all had like I these remember the trailer. Mary. Yeah, the trailer looked good. Yeah, so th- he he goes around to each of the women and buy, tries to buy the babies. Yeah, because they're going to be and, special. Yeah, and he get he ends up getting seven of them, and then how um, many is so, there? Like seventy two of them. Oh wow. So you don't know if the rest of them are special, if they have abilities, and but they're out the there girls... somewhere. Yeah, maybe. And like, yeah, yeah. And there's all this crazy shit. And like I said, it has a lot of stuff to do with time travel. And whenever they start fucking with time and stuff, um, I'm like, Travis is gonna love this shit because it is like there's a there's a corporation in the in the show that travels through time and and keep stuff uh that that On makes track. stuff yeah that makes stuff happen the way that it's supposed to yeah it cuz it's like if it doesn't it has to happen yeah you ever yeah, had yeah, a movie yeah. idea like that one time like a yeah and that's that's, that's kind of like idea. now i got to watch it yeah that's one of the things one of the big parts of the show is like this corporation that's that's like people are showing up and you don't know who they are or what the fuck's going on and then it, and then like one of the characters travels in t- forward in time and then he can't get back in time but he's been in the future for like he's like 50 something years old but when he comes back to present day he's 12 mm-hmm. he's he's a 40 like a 45 or a 55 year old person trapped in a 12 year old boy's body yeah and he's like the smartest guy but he's just some little smart ass 12 year old running around that has like kind of like the abilities that uh nightcrawler has he can kind of teleport or work, walk through wormholes at will. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's so interesting. So anybody that hasn't watched it should check it out because it is, it is bloody. It is very adult because there's a lot of adult shit that happens in it. Drug abuse, you know, sex, little rock comedy. and roll. Yellow comedy. It does have I some picture comedy. him having a little comedy. Well, the trailer yeah. had some. Yeah. Because their interactions with each other, is whenever they're not bitching at each other and like raising hell on each other is funny because the one guy's fucked up most of the time. He's gotta be. And he is very, and he's the guy I told Adam earlier. I said, he should be cast as the Joker because he gives a performance that is out of this world. And it's so good because he goes through so many ebbs and flows and so much crazy shit happens to this guy. And on top of it, he's got the dead talking to him when he's not fucked up. And when he is fucked up, he's doing fucked up stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's a, it's crazy. He's just, he, he's just a perfect storm of interesting shit going on at once. That one of yeah. the types of characters. Yeah. And every time yeah. it sw- kind of swaps to his arc, you're just like, holy shit, this is awesome. You know? But yeah, I wanted to throw that in there. And after I finish this, I'm definitely going to give 
uh, Doom Patrol a watch through because I'm almost done with season one. So let I don't me, think let Trav me give you was a on whenever you said he let put both of those a... up, Trav. So okay. That shows oh, yeah. on, the, on the thing he's talking about. And Doom Patrol and the boys. Uh, so I've got 11 seconds here of what I could say encapsulates Doom Patrol. Y'all think I can play this uh, on here? It's just 11 seconds. Is there any music playing? Uh, yeah, there is, but I don't know what it is. I'll turn it down. That's a lot of people grunting. Yeah, I got it pulled up. Are we going to watch it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I got just 11 up. seconds. All right, three, two, one, play. Jesus. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude. I mean, yeah, that's definitely going up next after I finish Umbrella Academy because that shit looks awesome. Um, Brendan Fraser, dude, can't get over him in this show, dude. I love He's, it. He, he adds so much levity to a show that's this show is just strange. Yeah, best way. That's the best word for it. It is a strange show. Hell yeah! You've been watching any series? Me? Yeah, I've been keeping up with the Corona Chronicles. (laughs) What's going on with that? You know, I wish they had an alert, like a banner. Five million people got it. Almost two hundred thousand deaths. I'm out of Russia's got a vaccine. Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) I got to tell this story. Two weeks ago, my Is grandparents. It? Oh, it's the get, story. Okay. Yeah. They, they got Corona, dude. They're tested. They have it. So they quarantine. I don't see them two weeks. Sunday, two days ago, they were like, hey, we're going to cook a big meal. Come over. We haven't seen you. And I'm like, all right, cool. It's been two weeks, y'all. How long is it supposed to last? Right? Two weeks. That's what they always said. So when I walk in. Grandma's like gonna make me a plate and all that, you know, all this stuff's going on. And she's like, "Yeah, I tested positive a few days ago, so I still have it." And the reason that she had my grandfather didn't get tested again because they have her on a certain blood thinner for the blood clots that's right. causing in people, and she's got some kind of heart stent thing going on. So they needed to give her the blood thinner. They're like, "If you cut your finger, you might bleed out. So be careful." Wow. It's like, God damn. You just I just picture a little bitty paper cut, and it's like. Psst. Just tie your finger off. It's like wrap yeah. it up. But she still got it, and and I'm like sitting there. The plate that I'm eating, she like fixed it and put my. You know what I mean? And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. So I hung yeah, out, watched I mean, a how, movie with him, and it was just sitting there like. I didn't so have a mask are, on. So so yeah. The, do you think? I I just like was your anxiety just through the roof. Not really, dude, because I think I've already... Listen, man, I've gone into the store almost every day since this happened. I, I didn't... You right. know, before they made you Same wear a mask, here. I don't... I think I've already come in... I had to come in contact. Because they said at home and they still got it. You know, they played cards with some people or went somewhere, and now they've got it. I, I don't... But I was, like, going out, like, you know, I was like, damn, the store's empty, you know? 
Wish I could yeah. get some toilet paper. Um, which is now back in stock. August, you know, and right. there's toilet paper again. At least here, and there's just a little. It's just a small. Yeah. But it's enough. Your boy ain't using baby wipes no more, you know? But man, if you need coins. Yeah, right. There's a coin shop. <laughs> Let me ask you guys what you think about this Russian vaccine. I haven't heard anything about it. Well, the Russians, they're, they're coming out and they're like, we got something. Should I read an article where China or somewhere else, no, it was the Philippines, their president was like, we're going to start issuing this vaccine as soon as Russia rolls it off the fucking line. Now, look, guys, Philippines got a bad rap on vaccines because they gave a bunch of kids these vaccines for that fever you get there from the mosquitoes. Yeah. And a bu- it was a bad vaccine, killed a bunch of kids. Thousands. Yeah. Got a fever and died. It just killed them. Damn. And and that's the thing is like, I mean, is that what we're going to do, man? Are we going to pick a third world country and be like, yeah, let them take it first and let's see what happens. Is that oh, the man. trials? And then well, do you the, trust Russia, man? That's the thing. Do you trust them to, that, yeah. to put our, you know, because I kind of feel like trust already got us fucked here. I mean, well, here's, here's what I'm going to say about it. If Russia has a vaccine. And I would I would voluntarily get the coronavirus and take the Russian vaccination for a hundred thousand dollars. That's not too much to ask for. That's not. What if you die? Then that money goes to my wife. Yeah, okay. And she's set for life. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like And we get a and- new podcast guy. <laughs> Corey's available. You don't like movie, me, he, you know. He likes them, but yeah, well, you know, but, um, I mean, that's the thing. Like, are there people on ventilators that are probably going to die anyway? They're using stuff on people like that already. That's happening. If someone's sitting there and they're like, they probably ain't going to make it. But here's the thing, dude. A lot of times you can't go off of that because they're already at the point of no return. Like it's, it's bad. This would be something that we would go get now. Yeah. Like a flu shot. We're healthy. Yeah. You get it when you're healthy. They, you know, they pretty much give it to you. They give you the dead virus. Right. So they're going to give it to you. Yeah. I don't know, man. Russia to give it to you. Trav, hit it with it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, baby. (laughs) 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 But um, when I saw that today, I was like, Dude, if nah, Trump's like, we'll check the, the virus hope, out. The Everybody's going to be like, he's in with Russia. Me, the hopeful part of me that wants to live in Candyland wants to think that the world could get their shit together to at least get Come this together for this under under control. But, and for just a brief minute, everyone be like, fuck this shit. Let's figure this out real quick. Let's keep up. everyone alive. So here's what I'm wondering. Because I was wondering that, too, and I was like, okay. I mean, no, well, I mean, here's no, the even, thing. even in the idea of a supervillain, dude, you can't control the world if everyone's fucking dead. Look, look. <sighs> well, like, here, here's the thing I was thinking. So our economy here recently, we hit the little, you know, we hit a quarter and it was like it dropped 33% in like value, you know. And that's not like, and you know, this happened, like, remember when Obama was in office and we had that little recession thing? That was 8%, okay? (laughs) This was 33. So I was thinking about it, and I was like, dude, if we're hurting, 
Russia, China, they got to be hurting because yeah. they make a lot of money off of us. Yeah. They got to be sure. hurting. Yeah. Um, especially China. I don't know what's made in Russia, but. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. I think we get a lot of. Do we buy oil from Russia? Don't they have no. oil? They don't have oil? I'm uh, sure they do, but I don't think we buy from them, dude. I didn't know if we buy any from because, like, no one's driving. There's not a lot of driving going on. It's. But I think we, here was the I think thing we with bought the money. all our oil from the Middle East, man. Here was the thing in dollars, too. That's all trade for oils in dollars. That's I could be crazy. wrong, but it's a high percentage of our purchases yeah. from that area. Probably a little cheaper. Um, probably where they buy theirs at, too. But anyway, I just thought that was interesting. I, I haven't seen any good shows lately. Uh, Dr. Disrespect's back. Thank God. The boy's back. Check him out on YouTube. Yeah, and if you guys are listening and y'all play video games, download fucking pay the fifteen bucks and download Rogue Company. You won't be. I mean, you might be fucking. You know, you might not like it, but but you'll get better. Yeah, it's it's a great it's great, and I I want more support to it because um, sticks around and gets it gets a fair chance. uh, Yeah, if if we're gonna dabble in games for a second, uh. I managed to play a few hours of Hyperscape today. Oh yeah, how was that? Um, not bad. It'd probably be a lot more fun with squads because I did most of uh, I did all my rounds of solo. But right. uh, interest. I mean, it, I was I wasn't I wasn't really sold with the announcement and the trailer, but actually getting my hands on it and actually playing it, it's not that bad. This is it, fun. I've watched quite a bit of gameplay, so. Is it like Quake on Crack? Uh, it's a, it's a, it's kind of a smarter Quake in a way, man. It's Quake if like you had way more shit to have, you know, right? You, you have more things equipped and whatnot. The 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 secondary things you have, like your your items that you use, your abilities um, or whatever. There's a lot of those. Yeah, yeah like there's the defensive abilities. Yeah, yeah, a lot of cool ways of. <laughs> I like the way you can oh. heal people. Now the oh, weapon cool. thing, uh, the weapon upgrades are pretty, pretty cool too. You fuse your weapons, so when you drop into uh, the map and say you pick up a shotgun, well, don't disregard the one next in the other room. You can go up to it, fuse it together, and it just makes it stronger. Right. Yeah, I saw that, and I like that idea. Instead of like swapping them out you kind of merge them and make them more that, powerful that idea combined with the way they the do healing. the circles oh. was was cool the healing is pretty good and, and that's where squads the, can come in handy you know more people um the idea that the circle isn't like you know it's not it's perfect zones. certain uh, area like you could yeah. yeah you can it's like this you know, block's it, in the thing, this block's in, this one's out, get out of yeah, it. Sections yeah. of the map just start becoming unavailable. And it's uh it it's different. I mean it's 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 everything that you're familiar with and everyone that plays BRs right now, but I've had a good time with it so far. It's been a pleasant surprise. She's no. chewing on her she's chewing on her feet, dude. I was like Frito. And dude. it's and yeah. it's free, and so yeah, you can't well, beat free. Oh, I'm after, definitely gonna play it. Uh, yeah, after we get finished with the pod, we can play a round or two if y'all want to. Check it out. Yeah, sounds good. I'm down. 
Hot shit. Hot I'm shit. Ready. Y'all ready for We got trailers? a lot of trailers, yeah. We'll have to watch them all, but nah, it's, just, come it's two on. weeks worth of trailers. We've only got like 12 or 14 of them. It's, it's a good, you know, because uh, think about it. This, uh, Snodder Cut Black Suit Superman video in the uh I put that in news. there like last week when we were going to do it. I saw it one night and just put it in there where y'all can watch it. You'll watch it right now. Watch. It's just a short clip, but it shows him in the black suit. I don't remember seeing him in a black suit. Was he in a black suit at all? No, no he wasn't. Nah, I didn't. I thought that was a cool clip. I like the suit. Yeah, that's something y'all could just click on and like check him out. Yeah, it's like yeah. one minute. The yeah, the clip's only like twenty seconds. Yeah. But he walks up in it. That's a cool suit, dude. I'm so excited for that fucking Snyder cut, dude. Yeah. And it's fucking coming out. Dude, we're we're gonna get it all. Anything that got show oh, by the way. They're thinking about making what they were going to do for Solo TV show. Yeah, which would be fucking amazing. Especially if they bring fucking the dude that played uh, Solo and Childish Gambino. Yeah, dude. I'm pretty sure he's already said he's doing more. He's kind of already let it out of the bag that he's going to be doing more uh, Star Wars. More Lando. He did a good job. Dude. Couldn't have picked a better actor, dude. Yeah, that and that movie was great, and and that that would be the better place for it to exist, in my opinion, yep. is a series because Just, you can actually tell the story that you need to tell. Yeah, they show you that, like the Mandalorian, lets you know that in the future, when Star Wars, they're like, we're gonna do it as a TV show. You're not worried. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, because fucking Mandalorian was awesome. Yeah, and and that solo series will be awesome. All those, all the little adventures that could go on. Never yeah, I mean, ending, it's, dude. It's a fucking galaxy far, far away, dude. Never ending. Yeah. So what do we got first? Ava, Ava, Jessica Chastain, and Colin Farrell. So we got M. Bruges. Bruges. <laughs> and uh, Jessica Chastain, who, you know, she's all right. I want to give, uh, uh, oh, I'm gonna fool you. Mm-mm. I'm gonna give a, um, <laughs> Colin Farrell shout out for his performance he did in The Gentleman. Was it The Gentleman? Yes. We played the boxing coach. Yeah. He killed it. Yeah, he did. Literally too. He killed a bunch yeah. of people. <laughs> so. What are even? What are even? No more favors. All right. <laughs> I'm ready for it, dude. Are you ready, Trev? Uh, yeah, Ava. Yeah. Yeah. All right, three, yeah, two, one, play. Is that Tony Stark? I don't think so. Oh, she's not. She's not red. Yeah. What are you talking? Oh. Hello, pulpit. Yeah. Oh, she is red. Mm. Okay. I don't know about the direct TV thing. Oh, look here. <laughs> we've lasted this long in our criminal career that we've just now gotten our first loose end. Is that John Ham? 
don't know. Who framed Roger food. Rabbit? The sequel looks weird. Dude, his John acting Malcolm style is just genius. They had nothing to do with it. She's a loose cannon. They should have got what if John Hawkins had been the scientist in Sunshine? What'd you say? What if John Malkovich had been the scientist in Sunshine? Yeah. I want to protect my ship. <laughs> Only John Malkovich I can is going to fight. I've told you that countless times. Of course it comes down to those two. The Lucy Lou action. Pilot. It doesn't look terrible. It looks like that kind no of movie. One no one's stopping Ava, Adam. It I'm glad they bad. didn't get Angelina Jolie. Or the chick from I mean, Resident Evil. Evil. They might as well they might as well show cast her. I mean, it's that kind of movie. Yeah. Yeah. So There's they... a lot of talking about the movie. They, oh, uh... They, speaking of The Walking Dead. Yeah, they actually dropped the trailer for the Walking Dead World Beyond Amazon series trailer. <laughs> All right. Oh. This is one of the comments from Chris Gandy. I was Jeez. about to read this. Jesus, this looks awful. Who keeps funding this Walking Dead rubbish? God, holy Let's crap, this looks terrible. Let's do it, guys. Two and a half minutes, Amazon man. Prime series. All Let's, right. just, let's just keep this in mind, guys. We're never getting this time back. But I want to see. <laughs> we don't have to watch it. No, let's watch it. I don't want to watch it now. <laughs> I do. Now I think you're right. I want to shit on it. Now that I've now that I've in, now that I've induced an existential dread in Adam. All right, three, two, one, play. What's going on there? Wait. That's going to be from her point of view. Oh, look. They're like living in the world with this. Look. She's graduating. Okay. What's happening here? Okay. We're going to stare at Fucking so it's a kid tree lines. They're gonna go out and try to save the dad or something. Yeah, uh, one of those kids is will probably die. Not all. No, the boy. The boy. No, gonna they're die. gonna. The boy. No, the Call boy's it. gonna come close to dying. And the season finale, you're gonna hear him go. You remind me of my son. <laughs> it's Rick. Rick fucking Grimes steps out of the shadows. 
with his cowboy hat and his fucking Colt. She stabbed him with a flashlight. Look at that fucking... <laughs> that ridge. That was a fucking... <laughs> like something you get at, like, Spencer's, dude. We're not the last. We're the first. I'm a huge Mario fan. <clears throat> the world had to fall before they could rise. This looks like a drama, like a... This looks stupid. There's times when I question my own personal tastes. This right here validates it, if anything. It doesn't look good. I mean, it looks like more of the same with children instead of adults. Yeah, they just got a younger cast. So now they yeah, can go I just, longer. I just want them to have the airbender at the end of that trailer. Like, dude steps out and it's like, ah, and it cuts to black. The last airbender. What was the show called? Wait, what was it called? What was the Walking Dead what? World. Tour. World oh. tomorrow. What was it? It'll be like the season world. 22. Because they're so young, dude. They could just go forever. Yeah. Uh, world's End, World Beyond, some stupid fucking... Is that what you were talking about? Become, like, in the article, was that There'll show be a trailer out? in the distant future. We That's another one. One of these kids is going to say in a dialogue, they're going to go... We didn't create this world. We inherited it. Yeah. Oh, th- that's a different. Oh, shit. Different There's another show. one. So we've got Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, The Walking Dead World Beyond or World of Tomorrow or whatever. And then a Walking Dead with dead characters from the original Walking Dead series. The Walking Dead dead. Yeah, it's like. You know what? I want to see The Walking Dead from the point of view of a character that was killed on The Walking Dead yeah. as a zombie. Because that's what watching that fucking show feels like. You're watching a fucking zombie shamble. I'm ready for centigrade. Centigrade. Yeah. Three, two, one, play. Oh, I say midnight. Ooh. Ooh, one kill a mile, one kill a mile, yeah. kilometer. It's a kid. Put the kids to bed. It's a scary movie. What's that noise? They're trapped in their vehicle. Oh, under yeah. The Uh-oh. Real but not true, right? I think Did I saw this on... Uh, Reason to death? On I Shouldn't Be Alive. Ah, yeah, right? I think so. <laughs> Do they have a kid? Yeah, he's she's pregnant. Yeah. And, I, and it's like, that, oh, you know he's going to have to deliver that baby. So yeah. it's going to be some sort of brutal delivery. That's the twist of the movie. Oh, all the, the hand cutting from 127 hours. Look at this fucking uh, dollar store fucking Will it's Forte. From, yeah, it's dude. I was like, it looks like Will Forte. Man, that looks like the Denton Scratch one. That's who it made me think of. I was like, last man on earth. Look, they could drink the the, the snow. Oh, they were eating it. Oh, there's somebody coming. 
Dude, that would be horrible. He's trying to get out. What? You, know, you gotta calm down. Snow madness. Well, dude, he's right. They're trapped like miles from anything. So yeah. if they stay in there, they'll live. Yeah. You got enough body heat that they're in a little, you as know. The, as the ice crackled in the title thing, it should have had echoed in the background. Randy Savage going, mm, the beat goes on. And the beat goes on. Hulk Did y'all picture that he tweeted out or put on Instagram uh, for the Hulk Hogan biopic? The biopic? Yeah. No, I don't uh, see Thor? that. What's his name? Hemsworth? He's, you know, he's playing. Now he's, they got a real Hulk picture of him. Really? Yeah, and he's like buffing up for it. He was, they tweet. It looks just like the other one. You just see his full body now. Right. Biopic. I can't wait dude. for that. That's Next, we got a Netflix movie or series called Biohackers. I think Look I saw this. a movie like this one time. Selena, two weeks ago, when I grew up, German TV shows were considered the worst thing. And now I'm actually excited to see this. Oh, it's yeah, got it's one, in German, I think. 1.5 thousand thumbs up. Yeah. Is German TV really that? I mean, I knew when Hitler I mean, was involved, yeah, it was. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. You ready, Trav? Ready. Yep. Three, two, one, play. Yeah. Deutschland. Okay. German nerds. Jerds. Is that one of those headphone raves? Yeah. So they're going to be working on some trippy shit here. He might be a spy or something. Schmeiseldorf. Nichts. Oh, her brother. He's infiltrated the system. So they must have did some test on her brother and fucking killed him or something, and now she's like... That's what I'm picking up here. I mean... It doesn't look terrible, though. Looks like a lot of medicine and fucking. Yeah, it looks like a, a, a teenage drama. Yeah. A German teenage drama. 
But hey, your body. Go hack your body. Biohackers. Go hurt somebody. To do the Harlem Shake that just cuts into that. Volkswagen. This next trailer, I want to do a comparison. Um, yes, I do see that, which looks pretty fucking interesting. But um, I want to do a comparison of our reaction to between this and that Walking Dead trailer. Okay. Since they're both zombie film or zombie things. Oh, you mean this is a zombie movie? <laughs> yeah, it's called The Pale Door. They couldn't use The Pale they Horse. Already... It was already a movie. No, Pale Rider. The pale Door. All right, I'm ready. Y'all ready? Sounds I'm like ready. a sounds like a band from 2009. Ready. Three, two, one, play. Mm-hmm. Shutter. Okay, this look good, dude. The one said the movies like this have heart, but no money. And the one guy was like Western Dust Till Dawn. Which? Howdy. That's Ellen. Is it? No, it's that guy. It kind of looked like it, though, didn't it? Don't open it, dude. What's in the box? Oh, she's going to break them to a bad place. Yeah. Gonna kill them all. Oh That's shit! Bubba Hotel? Yeah. What? They're about to fuck these dudes up, man. Yep. They look like Ernie Hudson. Are they fighting goblins? This is John Galakon. It's better than a Walking Dead trailer. Yeah. Damn sure. It had my curiosity, now it has my attention. Yeah, for sure. It's amazing what a somewhat original idea will get you. Walking Dead, take note. Oh, God, guys. This is the Val Kilmer trailer you were talking about? The Trey Kring? Yeah. So notice when you see me, he's always got something around his neck, and he's hunched over, like... But he's got a trait now, Trav, after he had the cancer, throat cancer. Uh, they had to give him a trait, and it his voice is different. It fucked with his, of course. Vocal cords. Yeah. He did a big article about, you know, making another movie, and he, he talked about all that, and that's why I read it. Right. But I'm ready. You ready? Yeah. Ready, Trav? Yeah. Three, two, one, play. Yeah. But he's playing like a badass, y'all. Like a Liam Neeson badass. 
and he doesn't fit the role. Like, look at him. He's always like. I got you. <laughs> Chicken flies a coop. He's got all the lines like the Yeah. He's gonna do another one. He looks rough, dude. Yeah. And I hate to see him like that. I mean, I feel sorry for Val Kilmer, dude. He went from he the man. Door. Sorry, man. I, I don't think it's that we should feel sorry, dude. Like guys, fucking still pumping out films, man. He's still. I will say that about him, him but he's still he's still fucking doing the shit, man. Good on him. Though. If you look into the way he acted on movie sets and the way he treated people. So he was an asshole? Oh, boy. Well, I mean, I I mean update the information so I can... Well, like when they made... Uh, one of the worst, like, the the horror stories you get from the... When they made uh, Dr. Monroe, they said he was just so hard to work with. He just come, you know, was an asshole on set, treated people like shit. And, it, and you get stories from a lot of movies, it, you know. Right. But when I when you see him get sick like that and stuff, it's like, man, you know what? You know he had to look back on that and be like, man, I was a dick to people, right? Like big time. Look into it, especially on that movie, Valley of the Gods. Nobody dies. It looks like the bride. Yeah, it does look like the bride. What the and fuck? Thumbnail. Yeah. It looks like the shot from... I mean, she's got the same hairdo when they hit her with the needle. Yeah, I know, right? Y'all ready? So, I'm ready. Yeah. Ready? Right, three, two, one, play. Got a lot of views. That thumbnail is what got him. Why'd she kill this guy? Sinking him. Steve Carell was busy. We've seen this trailer. Have we? I remember seeing this room. What the fuck? 
shot Marvin. Shot Marvin Dude, in the face. Nobody said anything. It's a snake skull. Or snake skin, whatever. Hello, Mexican standoff. What? Dude, no one's saying anything. No. This is midsummer with no context. Wouldn't it be funny if nobody speaks in the movie? Everything just happens. <laughs> it's just this music for two hours. I think it might be worth a watch though. It looks like a yeah. really good time. It looks like it could borderline be a snooze fest, man. Yeah, I mean it's a fifty fifty shot on something like that for sure. Yeah, I even wrote that down. I said it nobody says a word in during this trailer. I thought you meant that for us. Yeah. Well, when I, I posted yeah. I put it under it? No. I thought you meant like, we're Yeah, but I thought you meant like we're not supposed to talk during the trailer. Oh no! Like something important is said that's like hidden or something. Yeah. I don't know. Next, we've got <laughs> one of the comments for that trailer. Uh, username Benjamin Gentile. <laughs> Pepsi and Dr Pepper, those old gods. I'm uh, unwell. Unwell Netflix. According to this. You're not crazy. Y'all ready? Yes. I'm getting there. Hold on. Just a little unwell. I like this comment. Everything is poison. Dosage makes it medicine. Mm-hmm. They got that from uh, the Circus Survive song. Three, two, one, play. Look that be how, dude. Okay. Hito. Dude, it's all these people like into this weird. I don't believe in those essential oils, dude. But I know people that do. Mormons. Because Mormons, they can't take Tylenol and shit. That's what a lot of that's used. They're big into it. Look, from fasting. This looks great, man. This is like watching Hoarders or something. Yeah. Where you just like, people are doing this? They need Mike Tyson on here like, nobody, you don't know nothing about the frog. 
The toad. <laughs> so it's just going to be them calling bullshit on all that stuff? Uh, I think it's more or less going to be like drugs. and the different ones? Yeah, I like think it's going to be. that are out there? I mean, just going a lot of that. I was waiting for Joe Rogan to show up. Yeah. Or DMT I'm sure he'll be or He's like, DMT is a out-of-body experience. Is it? You don't know nothing about the toad. <laughs> so we got his dark material season two. I didn't even know this was a show. I didn't know but, he was uh, on it. Old Lin Manuel. Yeah, the so guy that did Hamilton. Can he act? So, I don't know. HBO, y'all ready? Uh, hold on one second. Hey, this has got the little girl. Look at the picture on the side. It's got the little girl from Wolverine movie. I'm ready. <clears throat> Sorry. I wonder what what happened to her. You ready, Trav? Yeah. Three, two, one, play. My Russia. I say. Whoa. What? Steampunk? Air punk, dude. It's the girl from Logan. This is what happened to her. This is like a sequel. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. But I've never... I don't know shit about the first season. I watched uh, the first two episodes of season one. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I just forgot that it was on HBO. I just forgot to finish it. If you do, let us know how how it yeah. plays out. Let yeah, us know this definitely it, this, this re, reignited the uh, interest. Got eight episodes. BBC One did it. That's the from their network, and it's got a ninety four percent. It had like a it. pretty strong pilot, man. Like the way they set up the world building and stuff. So uh, I'm gonna try to get back on it after I watch Umbrella Academy. I'll probably throw that on. Hell yeah. <clears throat> We got our boy in this next trailer, Adam Devine. So, guys, he's kind of doing like a like a jackass thing. Is he? Punking people. Or, yeah, it's kind of like that in this. It's like a... You'll see. I okay. think that's what this trailer is. Y'all ready? Oh, yeah. Quibi. Mm. Yeah. That's... <laughs> yeah. Three, two, one, play. Amazon. That's that Anders. Oh, I guess it's like a movie. No, see, this is like real. They're like.
um, Wild Boys. Yeah. You know? Which, right up their alley, dude. <laughs> it looks funny. I'd give it a watch. Yeah, it looks funny. I like those guys. I just wish him and Blake and Anders would all get back together and do something. Like but show, show. Like, yeah, like write yeah. something. You know, I think they will. They got the the. I, I've been watching here and there uh, episodes of Workaholics, and that shit really was like almost ahead of its time. You know, right. This might be a rough watch here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready, though. Oh, that was the same sentiments my wife had when I showed her. She was like, I don't know if I'm ready for this one. Everybody ready? Yeah, I'm ready with y'all. Oh, yeah. All right, three, two, one, play. Nanu, nanu, dude. That show was good. I watched it. It looks like, you know, they're going to give you a little more info on what happened to him, but it's like a celebration of life over here, guys. Like, um, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be so sad, though. It's going to be sad. But it's going to be... Tell you what's sad, dude, is that scene in that, uh, that movie 
the museum movie right before he turns back into the thing. Yeah. And he does like a goodbye. Yeah. And it's like, it's, you know, and then not long after, it's almost, it's like he said, almost like he knew. Like, right. I mean, I'm going to watch it, but I don't oh, yeah. know when I'm, when I'm going to watch it. You know what I mean? It ain't going to be a pick me upper kind of day. No. That's for sure. No. Maybe on a rainy day, but I do want to see it. Yeah. Because I didn't know that that w- was happening to him. Yeah. I knew he had, I thought he had like MS or something. I know, like he said, he had some kind of disease. He was getting dementia and, you know, he just chose, he, he you know, he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to be a burden. And you got to respect a man. I mean, we've talked about it several times on here about, you know, people that can't seem, that feel like there's no way out and they take that route. but. You've also got to be able to respect people that don't want to be a burden on other people who've left their mark, who've did as much with their life as they could. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and just, I don't think he wanted the world to see him like that. And you, you can't, you know what I mean? You can't blame him for that. Cause it would have been rough to watch him whittle away. Yeah. See him just, doing like when you see like, like that country singer that had the stroke and they bring him out, Randy Travis. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like, oh, damn, man. What about, um, oh. Muhammad the, Ali. Oh, I mean. Well, well look at fucking. Uh, yeah. That was sad, dude. Seeing him in a wheelchair, you know, shaking like. Yeah. Sad. It's a bummer, man. It is a bummer. But hopefully this next trailer will bring us back around. We got some more Adam D. Yeah. I'm I'm ready for it. I feel like he should use that joke. He's like, you want I need to hit you with a little vitamin D. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck? You ready, Trav? Yeah. All right, three, two, one, play. He seems perfect to be into magic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look. Nobody cares. Oh, everybody likes her. She's pretty. That chick from Community, right? Yeah. (laughs) Great. It's like Magic Camp Major Pain, dude. So it's going to be the classic underdog yeah. story. Meatballs, dude. Yeah. Heavyweights. Yeah. Which is always a great idea. That's like I picked up a heavyweights vibe when they first were in the... See, even the other kids, they're assholes. Looks like a decent family out yeah. there. I'm cool with it, man. And he's perfect uh, for that role, dude. 
Yeah, and he has really good. Uh, he has really good clean jokes as well. Yeah, that's another thing about him. Like he can be dirty or he can be clean and he still can be a righteous gemstone or yeah or Disney. Yeah, <laughs> you know Disney divine. You know, yeah. I don't know anything about this. <laughs> lucky grandma it looks I, I, I mean and the trailer came out in May y'all but we didn't watch it it's wow. an indie movie it's out yeah it's available All right. yeah alright three, two, one, play what we get I'm guessing she's never had luck <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> when the guy kissed her, she looked at him like, "Cause you know that's the game where everybody can bet on you." What? It's a heist movie. Red Dragon? We don't negotiate with terrorists. How much did she win? It's like if you put Billy Bob in an old lady, she's got that, uh, what you call it, bad Santa kind of vibe about her. Yeah, yeah. Looks pissed off all the time. It doesn't so look she, terrible. She wins big and everybody starts coming around wanting money. Yeah. What's the money, Grandma? Red Dragon? Was it Red Dragon? It was Flaming Dragon. Flaming Dragon. He goes, take a big step back and fuck your own face. We don't negotiate with terrorists. He said, you're going to need a United Nations sanctum to stop me from coming over there. And He said, I'm talking scorched earth, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, we don't negotiate with terrorists. He's like, Tugger Nights. Yeah. My tugger. G5. He says, you're telling me that you're going to give me a G5 airplane. Big dick. <laughs> swinging past your knees. <laughs> we got to watch that one sometime. We do, dude. I'm missing it. watched it. Oh, my God. I'm ready for C's. Same. All right. Uh, discount Ryan Reynolds. Three, two, one, go. That's who it looks like in the. Yeah. British Ryan Reynolds. Oh, shit. That was a good shot. Aim assist. 
<laughs> he got a he Man, got hacked. We have it's scream, dude. They got a son. <laughs> oh, dude. He's some badass. They're eating at Buena Vista. Well, he fucks so like up, John Wick. Instead of taking his dog, they took his kid. Didn't they take his dog in the first one? Yeah. He's fucking him up, dude. And they're watching it. They're probably like betting money on him and shit. It's like running man. He is a badass though. Yeah. No, it's not. Bruce Lee, motherfucker. Mario Van Peebles. I know. I was like, I recognize this dude. Like a straight up action flick, dude. Yeah. I mean, it looks there's a reason why that it's direct to damn whatever, but Yeah. I mean, hey. You feeling it up. personally? Yeah. Big dick player. Yeah. Apple bottles. <laughs> Raised by the wolves. Ridley Scott. Now, where did this come from? This came uh, out of nowhere. We didn't read shit about this. No. I'm ready. Y'all ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, play. Uh oh. What? Oh, this time, aliens? Okay. It's mother, dude. She's raising the kids. They're trying to get, you know, they're growing people. Why, though? They're like, this story's scaring me. Oh, shit. All right. Kind of got a mother vibe, dude. Um. Yeah, it looks like a more complex mother, but yeah. I'm 
fucking down. Yeah. Hell yeah. That came out of nowhere. Yeah, looks good though. Next, last trailer, we got Woke. Um, oh my god, is this movie calling out all the woke white liberals? Sweet. Oh. All right. Let's see. <clears throat> it is would a you, comedy series. Would you consider yourself woke? Depends on what you mean by that. Depends on the situation. Yeah. <laughs> Depends uh. on who's asking. <laughs> Charles. Yeah, no. I ain't that woke. I don't ever want to be. Are y'all ready? I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one, play. You ready, Trav? You playing? Yeah. Oh, Uh-oh. They didn't do shit to him, dude. Yeah. <coughs> oh, now he's woke. Hmm. <laughs> he had to say something. I got both in my room. The like, kind of Molly. He's like, yes. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Going on there. That trash yeah. can though was like, hey, hey, you motherfucker. What to do? I'm a dude playing the dude. Do know what he do? Y'all remember what we said we would watch? Dude, we said so many things. We were like, let's do a marathon of this guy. Let's do this. There was a lot of different stuff that we were talking about. I'll but go back to the end of it and figure it out, and we'll watch it. 
We had something well, lined up though. Um, I mean, we can just throw something in. All right. I mean, I'm 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 up for anything. I don't have anything. Look. You got any, you got anything you've been wanting to watch, Trav? Honestly, I'm down for anything. I mean, we've been doing, we did sci-fi, we've been doing horror and things like that. Uh, we did a little horror here, a little horror there, so, I mean, uh, I'm down for uh, maybe a little action. I'm 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 feeling some action stuff. Let's go to uh here. <clears throat> the tax collector's out. Let's go here. Let's see here. Uh, I mean, do y'all want to do Tropic Thunder next week? Oh, should I watch it? I mean, I'm not opposed to it because I haven't watched it in a minute. I'll still go back and listen to the end of that episode because we had some shit. We we, yeah. we ran off some titles that we did want to watch, but yeah, I'm watching. I think one of them was like a Terry Gill month. Yeah. Um, and then we talked about doing some, uh, maybe doing a series for a month, like a, a three or four film series. And that yeah, was, a, cool. that was, I mean, that, that's a good, you know, action comedy. Yeah. You know, we've been doing sci-fi and, and a little horror, so it's a nice contrast Yeah, man. situation. So I'm down. Let's, let's do it. I hadn't seen it in a minute too, so. I, I was either. watching some clips on YouTube like here a while back, not too long ago. Yeah, I was watching that fucking Les Grossman clip. All his stuff is in one video online. Yeah. And it is the best ten minutes yeah. of YouTube. <laughs> it might be it might be Tom it might be the best ten minutes Tom Cruise has, man. Like It's close. Yeah. It's very close. But yeah, man. Um, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to get Marina to watch it with me. Are she we gonna watch it? Yet? I don't think so. I've got it up on the server, and I think it is the extended version. You know, they released an extended cut of it. Yeah, and I think that's up there. So, Hell if it's yeah. not, I'll, I'll put it up there. Let's do it. Yeah, man, I'm down. Next week. Hell yeah. Drop it thunder. Yeah, baby. Keep it real.